Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 316. This is Russ, and with me this week to catch us up on this uh, middle of the break is Aaron Newworth and Jim Dietz. Hey, hi there. We told you we would try and be back after Comic-Con news, and uh, I think we've succeeded. We're not liars. We are not liars. <laughs> Although, as we record this, it has not been posted yet. So. I was going to say, the show hasn't gone out yet. Don't count your chickens. Bob. I have to actually edit and post it. Yes. So, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes. Um, so, depending on how, when you hear this, this may be slightly old-ish news, but... Um, I'll, I'll, you haven't heard us talk about this news, and that, man, do we have a way of doing things around these parts. That's right. Um, I guess first actual news news is uh, that's come up in the last couple weeks is uh, AMC is settled with Frank Darabont for yes, $200 million. <laughs> they have settled with Darabont, CAA. Yes. And CAA um, for $200 million. The settlement agreement provides for a cash payment to the plaintiffs. So it's not over time. It's one big uh, lump sum settlement. Uh, and, you, know, you can call J.G. Wentworth or whatever, but you know, that's not <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I have a feeling that we're not going to get those uh, 15 uh, legacy seasons of Low Winter Sun now. Like, really <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. The money out. What will Mark Strong do? What yes. will Mark Strong do? Uh, so in uh, ten years since uh, uh, you know Darabont even worked on The Walking Dead, yeah, um, he finally got his payout from his uh, long, long embattled court case. Um, and he was okay. he was suing for three hundred. So, yes. and this is not the first time that we've heard about AMC cheaping out uh, by any means. So no, on, which, on what they should pay. So which is interesting because they lost the suit. Or mm-hmm. at least they in court, the judge ruled against uh, the plaintiffs and ruled for AMC in the Kirkman, you know, at all case that uh, that came up previous. So for a total speculation, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the law, but for AMC to settle this at this stage, I'm guessing there was something in the way because we talked about it at the time. I get, in the Kirkman thing, the judge was basically like. Yeah, you guys signed a shitty contract. Shame on you. Um, you let AMC set the terms of what you know what fair meant or whatever it was, and you know, you know, that that's the way it goes. My guess was that probably there was some language with the Darabont thing that that would have more clear cut, more clear cut, yeah, more clear cut in his favor. And AMC was probably like, well, you know, hell, we might hedge our bet because if if. If that same ruling logic applies, then you know we could be out three hundred instead of two hundred, and obviously you know lawyers and everything well, else. AMC had a really big win in the Los Angeles Superior Court about a year ago, 
Right. Uh, when Buckley you know, said that, you know, AMC shall have the authority to define yes. you know, their gross receipts. Uh, the latest development, the plaintiffs, which, by the way, include uh, Glenn Mazzara, Gail Ann Hurd, uh, Charles Eagley, and David Alpert, as well as Robert Kirkman, um, he's saying they're allowing them a couple of avenues to pursue. Um, one being a good faith clause, and then another being a breach for its own advantage, what they call breach for its own advantage, which is another legal term. So this, uh, you know, this the AMC first claim neglected the express term of the contract, but the latter claim they're going to. And Kirkman has changed his lawyers, but they still they still have a few uh, avenues to follow. So just to make this clear for both the listeners and myself, because I am <laughs> trying to keep up with some of this, and it's been a long time since we've kind of talked about this. The, the, the thought is what? That they they all sign contracts, basically, and they feel they're owed more money than they're getting. Correct. They're, they, they, so they, they think they're owed more money than, they, than they're... Yeah, that basically, was like initially speculate, which which comes down to the fact that the show became massively popular ten years ago, and they didn't expect that to be as much. Is that really basically what it boils down to? And self dealing. So it's kind of like uh-huh. it, it's kind of similar to the Bones deal with Fox, right? It's like you guys sold the syndication rights to yourself, so you could you could you could play it on your own network in syndication and have it and shown that way. It at a substantially deflated rate than if you put it out to the market. So like if you if you took The Walking Dead and didn't allow AMC first rights on the reruns, you know, maybe Fox or Netflix or I guess Netflix kind of plays into it, but apparently a lot of it is is in self-dealing and and that they feel like it it diminished the um, worth of the property because, you know, by the time anybody else would get it, it would be, you know, second or third or fourth run rights or whatever. It's basically they're suing money for the for what they feel that feel AMC owed, like, yeah. yeah, like kind of cheated them out of by not putting it out on the market and selling it to themselves. Yeah, so it, it's certainly interesting to think about the people that are involved in this thing because obviously, like Kirkman's, you know, he created The Walking Dead along with the others, but like like Gail Ann Hurd was like what a producer early on. Is she? Mm-hmm. I assume she's still she's still like an executive producer yes. credit. Not that I think like, so. Mm-hmm. Is she even involved with like the show at this point? I doubt it. I haven't I heard her not, name right? come up in a very, very long time. Right? It's almost like um, Gimple has kind of taken over her Gimp, role. Yeah, Gimple's yeah. taken. Yeah, right? Gimple seems like yeah. Because Angela it's Kang, because Angela Kang, Kang is like the Gimple role pre Gimple, and like Glenn Mazzara, he was the showrunner after Darabont. Right. Right. Yeah, he's doing he's doing an an Omen miniseries called Damien. He's been he's involved in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff. And it's, I, it's just because I, I think about it also as far as like watching these Comic Con panels and thinking how awkward it is where it's like you have, you know, something like, you know, The Walking Dead, Kirk, you know, Robert Kirkman could easily be on Zoom on that panel also, but nope, that's not happening right now. He has his huh. very own panel, and just hearing him like mention Walking yeah. Dead, it's like yeah, it's going, it's doing its thing, it's yeah. gonna be a movie, I guess. <laughs> where it, meanwhile, there's like a whole, you know, three different panels devoted to Walking Dead where key people that are seemingly involved in Zoga are just not there whatsoever. So it's just uh, like, it's ironic, so much especially because like, yeah. it's comic con, you know, uh-huh. think you would want the guy who created the comic there, but yeah. And I can only assume that none of these guys, people have been on talking dead for, I don't know. We don't, we don't really watch it. So we wouldn't know, but like, I assume none of them have really been on talking dead for a long time at this point. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Gimple's kind of the staple for that thing, right? Yeah, like, he's the face of it when it comes to the production side, yeah. it seems. 
Yep. And more power to it. No, there's nothing against Gimple in this. No, 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 no. Someone's going to be involved in the show, right? So it's like, I get it. But yeah. It's interesting to see like all these creative talents that are fighting AMC over things while this show continues to be like the thing that it is. I guess the other piece, we thought we'd talk about it on this episode, but I think timing-wise, I know, Aaron, you haven't read the issues yet. Jim, you're caught up. I'm somewhat caught up. Um, but we're going to talk about Skybound X, uh, which is kind of this strange uh, Walking Dead well, adjacent. But Right. Well, basically, it's uh, for the 10th anniversary of Skybound, which is the comic imprint owned. Uh, it's not just a comic, though. They, it's an entertainment imprint, uh, IP imprint, uh, owned by Robert Kirkman, and it's to celebrate the 10th anniversary. It's this kind of cool comic anthology with a lot of really weird, weird and cool stories in it. They're kind of skybound, like you said, skybound adjacent or skybound near, including the first comic book appearance of Clementine from The Walking Dead um, uh, Telltale video game. And Rick Grimes... Well, go ahead, you tell him. Rick Grimes 2000. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's basically like Rick Grimes as Luke Skywalker, um, literally has a lightsaber uh, and a prosthetic hand. So, yeah, because those are the covers that I keep seeing. I haven't read these yet, but I'm like, I have all the co- except the third one. The third one has science dog attached to a giant rocket. So I'm like, I got to get that. But, um, <laughs> but, but the rest of them, I have all these uh, Rick Grimes with a lightsaber. I'm like, I can't wait to read. But, you know, it. You know, it, the fifth one comes out next week. So if anything, it'd be good to do another episode where we can actually talk about. That, this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is is we still have time. You know, as of now, we have a little less than a month less than we thought actually yeah it yeah it starts in august so yeah the the main show comes back technically august 22nd if you have amc plus you can watch it uh getting a little bit ahead of myself but eight fifteen, 15 august 15 you can watch it a week early if you have amc plus um i think we're gonna follow the broadcast schedule i don't have that, amc yeah. plus i'm i i pay enough uh to uh mm-hmm. dish network i'm not paying them paying amc yeah, yeah. more to, to watch it well, a week early I, I don't know. I, I know um, Shutter and AMC Plus overlap in some places, but I don't know if that's where they will. Some it's weird. Like some things do, some things don't. Yeah. Um, so I'll see if. Uh, luckily, Gangs of London did, but uh, we'll that's see. Their, about- that's their money maker. I wouldn't assume that they would throw it onto Shutter. Also, they they want you to get as much money as you can to them. Well, but- if, I, if it's weird though, if I access my Shutter through Amazon, I'm able to access some of the AMC Plus content as well. Mm. Don't touch! Don't tell Jeff Bezos. <laughs> He's in space. Oh. He can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, I just assume that Walking Dead's like their huge thing, so they'll like limit any way possible sure. to make sure oh, that you pay absolutely. more money for it. Absolutely. But yeah, we'll be All following part. the broadcast schedule. So for those of you that listen that hey, have AMC Plus, you'll have a week to stew. Uh, yeah, or a week to really, really think about your busters. That's right. It gives me an extra week to, to write the review since I can see it and I can, I can take my time. So. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of the plan there. But anyway, so we we do have basically a month uh, at this point before the, the coverage starts again. Before the right. storm. Yeah, before the storm. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, we got the, uh, all the dates at the uh, different uh, um, uh, Comic-Con events, uh, Zoom meetings or whatever they were, and uh, there's quite a bit of overlap there. We're going to be busy. Yeah, we're going to have to adjust the way we do this show, because I can't be sitting here for three hours recapping each episode of Walking Dead that's on at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to like, start doing some bullet points. And, like, it's going to be a lot of content, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we've gotten we've gotten through it before. We can yeah. do it again. So um, before we get to the actual Comic Con stuff, another um, you know uh, Robert Kirkman adjacent thing. I guess they're uh, looking to make an Invincible live action movie now. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah, they've, 
Well, they they've been trying to do that, right? Maybe. But he was he, he gave a minor update, yeah, right. He gave like an update, a few details or whatever. So I thought that was pretty cool. Did um, you watch his panel? Like I I watched all of the Walking Dead and his separate panel. I, no, has. I did not see his panel. No, I missed his. I haven't gotten uh, to it yet. It's like as I like him as a person. Like he's a fun personality. So like him talk, he just you know talked for an hour, filled a lot of like Twitter questions he got, and yeah, he we, he talked about you know he talked about Invincible a bunch. He talked about Oblivion. Oblivion song, Oblivion Sun, Oblivion song, Oblivion song, Oblivion is great. song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, how it's like that's going to end with like some kind of giant battle. Apparently, I haven't read it yet, so I don't know. Um, and then yeah, just the minor updates that he has on like Walking Dead as far as like the movie goes, like yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> so, it's still happening. <laughs> and uh, we've t- casted some other things, but I can't talk about it. Like, but but uh, I mean, it's it's you know, there's a lot of good faith stuff. And you talk about firepower also, which I'm super huge on as well as oh yeah, great other comic, comic book series. Well. Um, so, other so news. Comic-Con. Any news or more news? Nope, no news. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I really got it. I did hear it because, yeah, that Clementine comic is coming, which means that that'll take place after these games. So that means I really need to finish up that last <laughs> Walking Dead Telltale game that oh, I never was. Yeah, yeah, likewise. I haven't finished. I, I, oh, gee whiz. You guys. Yeah, I know. And you I guys. Back, I, was like, I was like the biggest proponent of that game when it was first coming out. Oh, I I, I've been a huge one. fan. And I, yeah. fin- I finished it long ago. It's, yeah, I know. It's just good. good Let's just say in the comic there's an obvious spoiler when you start reading it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind yeah, of, a little bit. That directs um, I, possibly how that game may have ended. <laughs> Walking Dead, the, that Walking Dead Telltale game is one of my favorite media surrounded by the or part of this franchise. Period, like shows, you know, whatever else. It's just so good. I love the everything, even the animation, the texture, the drawing. Yeah, yeah. is just beautiful. But uh, but yeah, that she's coming uh, to comics in this uh, Skybound X, as you mentioned. But uh, what, how how do you uh, what order do you want to talk about the shows in? Let's talk Walking Dead first, and just okay. go, let's talk in the order of their. Let's creation. talk about the trailer first because that's what they started the thing with, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's let's talk about how the trailer features like heads getting sliced in half, but people can't say like shit on a Zoom call on Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, ridiculous. Let's also let's also talk about how Chris Hardwick like spent his time in the penance uh, penalty box, and now they're laying him back out, and he did all three of these panels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Mm. Anyway. Okay, so the trailer happened. They showed the trailer. Big, long trailer. Yeah, like yes. three minutes. Yeah. We saw a lot in it, too. We saw the Reapers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mainly. And, I, and I'm fearing them. And I'm not supposed to, but I am. Oh, uh, yeah, you are. You're not supposed to. You're right. There's also some Commonwealth stuff mixed in there. Uh, if, if this trailer is half as good as the actual show, this season's going to be badass. Like. <laughs> Now, I, I'll say, I mean, we're on a good run right now of Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, for that matter, so I'm not going to assume the worst. But at the same right, time, right. it's like, we've had a history of really good trailers for Walking Dead. Like, that's not new. Yes, <laughs> like, that's true. That's true. So that's there's, not, I'm not trying to diminish it, but it's like, yeah, they're good at cutting the trailers together. That's no, no doubt. Like, they've been really good at that for the past 10 years. <laughs> there was uh, Maggie putting on a Whisperer's mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Carol and uh, Daryl are still, like, fighting during this trailer, uh, there's a scene that seems like it's Negan asking Maggie to trust him. Yeah. And yeah. Then Maggie, like, retorting, like, I'm not the same person that left, so go ahead and give me a reason to blow your face off. So that was a cool part of the trailer. But, yeah, there's a lot of packed stuff in there, for sure. I saw um, some looks at, at a character named Mercer, who is mm-hmm. also on the panel, who's coming. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah. I believe he's a fan favorite for people that know the comic at that point, right. and I am one of those fans. I think Mercer is yeah. a very yeah. interesting character that I look forward oh. to seeing represented in his live action. 
These Reapers Mike, look. James, well, they got Michael James Shaw to play Mercer, and uh, he on that panel just seemed like happy, real happy to be. There. Oh yeah, 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 so, for sure. So into it, he seemed like he was really psyched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be premiering Sunday, August twenty second. Now this is going to AMC Plus. Yeah, then you get it a week early. You get it August fifteenth. So. Now this is this is only six episodes, right? Because isn't this final season? It's six. It's three. It's going to be three eight episode installments. Yeah, it's eight. Oh, eight, it's eight. three eights. That's right. Yes, okay, three twenty four episodes. Right. Yeah. Uh, the second and third will both be in twenty twenty two. Yes. Um. Yeah. So uh, Gimple saying that the show will reinvent itself every eight episodes and be an epic extended goodbye that will do it right. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the model so, in general, right? Every eight episodes, it's kind of the yeah, yeah. Right. thing going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, certainly, sorry, Russ, you were going to say something about the Reapers. What were you saying about the Reapers? Yeah. No, they looked um, really good. Uh, in, yeah, it's like The Purge in The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was I mean, it's, Purgy, you're right. It, uh, it, they, and they look really interesting because it was, you know, the armor and the helmets and the, <clears throat> and again, I think... I think when they can make, I'm really hoping they turn into an interesting human yeah. um, adversary, kind of like the, you know, the the whispers again, another way to reinvent humans as the as the antagonists, mm-hmm. and and do and do a really good job and make them you know truly terrifying, and and these guys look terrifying uh, for a completely different reason, just in brutality and yeah, the way they were explaining it was like they they were like trained killers before this started yeah that's yeah. what this, angela this, king this, said that during the, yeah. the thing so they were skilled in the stuff before the apocalypse yeah this was already their beat so now they're just continuing to do this so i uh i want to know what that is but i completely agree with you Russ. i do think we all of us were very high on the on samantha morton's performance and just the 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 way they handled the whispers in general which i know you know we kind of knew coming from the comics as far as the unique threat that they presented but i was we were all really satisfied with the way it, you know, actually brought in that villain threat and kind of held a a, a a good momentum as far as keeping that threat alive and making it interesting compared to you know the um like the the whole you know Negan saga that seemed to go on forever. This right. felt, felt right. like a better felt like a better contrast um, uh, as far as you know giving us something interesting that's also yes, like you said, terrifying. Um, challenging and interesting. So I, I can only hope the the Reapers, which I'm right, we're, we're there. That's not a comic thing, if I'm not right. That's, that's I was you, new, right? Yeah, I was just going to say my memory is bad, but not that bad. Like I, yeah, yeah th- these are not comic villains. No, so. yeah. Commonwealth, Commonwealth is, but not yes. the Reapers. Yeah, not the yes. Reapers. Um, I, I, I totally. I want to touch on something that Aaron mentioned a minute ago. They are coming on some really good momentum coming off of Fear. Um, yeah, yeah. it was getting some of his best episodes and some of his best reviews it ever had. I think if they can keep that momentum going, they could actually like get through this like kind of oversaturation season they're kind of putting together here, uh, and really like you know keep it if they can keep it going. I think that'd be great. Yeah, for the listeners um, that you know didn't you know the listeners that only watch Walking the Walking Dead and not the other shows, um, just know if you if, even if you haven't listened to our Fear episodes, we really like this last season of Fear. Yeah, it was specifically. Great. Specifically, the second half of this last season of Fear. Yes. Like, it, it was a really strong season that had a lot of great performances, a lot of really interesting storylines going, and took like some seemingly ridiculous ideas and made them very potent and um, uh, just a terrific watch. Like better than some seasons of The Walking Dead Prime. So we were uh, we were quite quite impressed with what they were managed to pull off there. Absolutely, can't, can't say the same about The World Beyond, but um, the, the Fear of the Walking oh. Dead season uh, yeah. uh, really really pulled through on on some. 
especially coming off of those six Walking Dead episodes, we were we were pretty lukewarm on those. Right, um, the in between episodes, the yeah, like you know, bottle episodes. Ten yeah. C is calling it, which I, I can understand that. Yeah, uh, and I mean, you know, there's circumstances involving like how they had to film those and how they're kind of. You know, they just kind of package those together all of a sudden, but at the same time, it's like if they're not great, they're not great. Like, you can't can't not say what they are. So, right. A couple. I I took a couple just random notes from the <clears throat> from the the each panel, um, but uh, the the random notes I had from this was uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan was uh, chilling by the pool like a boss uh, during yes. this panel. He looked. Yeah, I think Hardwick even said something about how relaxed he looked. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, these are all pre-filmed uh, once again, which is whatever. Right. But and they're like, but Norman Reedus was chilling by like his barbecue, mm. and then something happened where because they you know they can edit these things, so like they pick up and he's like suddenly lounging in a different part of his house. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, they, from a different angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I I thought it was interesting. Lauren Cohen had almost like her British accent is almost. Gone. I was curious about this too because I'm like, so either she's like just in a certain character mode, or well, she spent she's... she split her time in this between the states and in Britain growing up, if I'm not mistaken. Like she's yeah, but you've heard her before, like she's right? Been yes, very British before. <laughs> yes, she has sounded much more British in the past. Yes, that's true. I mean, well, um, I mean, my my brother-in-law is Scottish, and he's been here in America for like 20 years now. And he has much less of a Scottish accent than actual people from Scotland. So yeah. maybe it's just, you know, being, you know, having to speak in a vernacular, you know, American accent all the time, you know, and spending time with people who speak it natively just kind of rubbed off on her. Yeah, I don't know, but I noticed that as well. It was I did, noticeable, yeah. There's something that she said, too, about the, the Reapers hunting them for sport. It's like kind of an offhand thing that she said, but that was another tidbit I wrote down in my notes from uh, when they were talking about the Reapers and stuff. Uh, that would be an interesting take. Um, yeah. C- kind of like the Blood Ravens in Fallout or something where they, um, you know, it's like a competition as to how many they can take out. Well, yeah, I mean, the well, given the way they're described as far as they were killers before this, it doesn't, if, you, if, if that's your thing, it doesn't seem right. like there's an objective there beyond we do this to do this. Right. And given the hint that we got in the the uh, the 10c episodes where they're just really you know they're just predatoring it up it's like all right we'll, we'll see where this now, goes what, what did you guys think of that commonwealth uh stormtrooper armor like we saw in the trailer did it look like good. kind of really you thought it was all right okay yeah. i'm not wearing hockey pads <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard not to think of stormtroopers I, yeah <laughs> yeah it made, me, it made me think more of space balls and star wars though Oh sure, uh, yeah. It yeah. was a little. I thought it was a little, little much, but that's cool. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see that storyline how it crashes into what we've already got going on. So yeah, I'm so. I guess we can talk about this in the next with fear, but it's just like I, I'm so curious about how time works now since nukes have gone off in the other. Yeah, centers. right. So yeah, because there's something I'll have like to say when we get to the fear panel, there, or you know, something specifically Gimple said, but um. Uh, the other the other random note I had was Christiane Serratos seemed like she was completely uninterested in being there. She seemed like a com- bored out of her mind. <laughs> like I just I don't know. She just seemed like just stone faced. Just like I don't really want to be here, but I guess I'm contracted to do press. So I don't know. It was just like she. Everybody else kind of seemed really into it and laid back and everything. And she just got, I don't know. She just seemed like she just really didn't want to be there. I mean, 
I don't know ever how you know everyone feels around Hardwick. I, I don't know if that's a factor. In some no, reason. maybe good point. Good point. And uh, frankly, she might just be. I mean, she had the Selena show on Netflix, which got uh, which ended. But I, I don't. And well, there's nothing yeah. currently seeming in her filmography that's coming up. But maybe maybe there's just other things that she's working on that she's you know more invested in compared to playing you know the mom in trouble on walking dead occasionally <laughs> <laughs> plus i mean you know, she probably finished her filming months and months and months ago so yeah she's probably on to like the second or third project after by now or this first half of the season just doesn't feature her that much so she doesn't have much to say yeah that could be as well found out that norman Reedus is a big hugger like he he likes to hug people and and uh and the whole covid thing had him really bummed out because he's you know had had to keep his distance and stuff i, I thought that was a a neat fact about uh, about Norman. Yeah, you, you ride your motorcycle around and you grab yeah. onto people. It's, it's just funny because he's you know it's, again it's just the contrast of you know the character you he the characters he tends to play versus him as a person. Um, so I just I always I always thought, think it's find it interesting when you kind of get to know the the person and not not just like the character. Um, for sure, I I see I see him being a big goofball like that's the based off like his various TV non-walking dead appearances and like, yeah, yeah. talking about stuff. You'd see well, you know, Dar- um, since Russ dropped a name earlier, when I interviewed Norman Reedus, <laughs> he was walking through a toy store shopping for his nephews, I think, for Christmas. Uh-huh. And he was playing with all the toys while he was talking to me. If you listen to the tape, it's pretty funny. Like, yeah. recall when Link, when Andrew Lincoln was on the show, they would prank each other all the time. Like, that yeah. was a thing, right? Yeah. Like, like, glitter bombs in their cars and stuff like that. So, it's, you know. Seems but like the, a good-natured dude. Yeah, for, for sure. There wasn't really much else I really got out of this panel. Um, yeah, I mean, it's most, you know, it's Hardwick asking every one of them a question, like, what's your character going to be like? It's like, well, it's going to be difficult. We're going to have to overcome some stuff, and it's going to be great. Like, there's nothing really going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beyond yeah. Some basic right. bullet points that are vague, but also, like, kind of need for fans. Like, that's it. It's so. only slightly more vague than, like, a sports interview. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have to put more points on the board than the, than other, the other team. team. <laughs> it's like, how's Carol going to navigate his relationship with Daryl? Well, it's going to be tough, and we're going to hope <laughs> that they get out of the other side of things. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. Like, yeah. oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. So, how are you going to deal with the reverse? Well, you know, they look really bad and, and scary, as you can see. But, you know, we're going to have to just, uh, you know, let that play out. And uh, <laughs> that's why I need to see, like, Michael James Shaw, the, the actor playing Mercer. Because, yeah, he did seem like he was genuinely very excited. And who yes. wouldn't be? You're at Comic Con to talk sure. about you know, sure. one of the biggest shows on television for the first time. Like, that, that's exactly the kind of excitement you want to have. But, yeah, he did seem like he was having a generally good time and excited to, you know, be revealed to audiences as the person he's playing as much as we've seen Negan grow and change as a character on the show. I'm really, I think the thing that most has me most excited about the upcoming season is his, his interaction with Maggie and, yeah. and Herschel. Oh, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm really, uh, well, ten, like 10 C was a bunch of blue balls getting us to that point. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I agree that yes, I would like to see where that goes. Now. It, and it sounds like it's, it's a fairly prominent, portion of at least this por- portion of the season so yeah because um, they're like the fourth and third or like he's the he's the and credit right so he's basically one of the biggest stars in the cast and so right. so is Lord Cohen. so right yeah <laughs> and you know the the only other like major thing is carol and daryl are fighting so it's like yeah i guess this is the one plot line that i really have to go on right now well yeah and and you've got the the yeah, Reapers, Commonwealth, all that. The Commonwealth, but, yeah, but, yeah. But but as far as that, you know, as far as these characters that like, you know, what what, what are we going to deal with? 
yeah, I want to know what's going on with Negan and, and Maggie. Like, that's, yeah. that's a big deal in the realm of things that have happened on this series. I can't believe they're going to be able to get her away from that Whiskey Cavalier reunion show. <laughs> well, as you know, AMC was co-funding it, and they lost $200 million, so it can't be. <laughs> right. Same thing happened with that. Low Winter Sun. Yeah, it, is it's it always sad. It's always fun to see Josh McDermott out of like, uh, like out of Eugene mode too. Uh-huh. Like I always, it always cracks me up. And he's just like a normal fun guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who speaks in like easy sentences to comprehend. Yes, yes. Uh, so I always, I always like that. Um, that's all I had on the main panel. Well, let's mm-hmm. move on. Let's get to fear. Let's so fear. On. Um, the fear panel. So fear is going to premiere October 17th for eight episodes. Unless you, unless you have AMC plus. Unless you have, so the interesting thing on AMC plus was they made a point of saying early. They didn't say a right. week early. They no, said early. They so said I think early. this is the typical, what would they've been doing? Like you get it on Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. 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 Um, so that'll be interesting. So it's basically, they're not going to overlap. So if I do my math, right. <clears throat> The main show will finish on October 10th, and then Fear will start on the 17th. So, Oh, okay. So we won't get all three overlapping. So no, all three will not be on at the same time. Okay, that's good. That helps. Man, my, family, my family is grateful, AMC. Thank you. Yes. That's that's good. for. I mean, I guess CW's pulling it off of all their bullshit so, and whatever yeah. the those Chicago shows are on <laughs> that Daryl watches yeah. and my dad. And my dad so. <laughs> those are the two. <laughs> Um, Wolf Productions. Yeah. But we got two we got actually two previews on this panel. Not a, like a full trailer, but more like clips. um yeah. clips, yeah. Um the cool thing I and I've cuz I've seen part of the I I I'm pretty sure I've seen this clip before, but the, what they showed was uh f- from the sub the baby was crying and the baby needs food and so then they show um Grace going on the search for food. I, they've been holed up in the submarine since the bombs have gone off. Um, and everything is just like this orange wasteland yeah. of dust and smoke and everything. And it looks right. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kind of goes out to go find stuff. Um, what did they say on the panel that they literally um, ran out of all the smoke bombs in the U.S. and had to import some from yeah. Britain because <laughs> <laughs> for production of the show, which uh, which I thought that was funny. Um and then the second preview we got was June and John Dory Sr. in Teddy's little murder room. Um, and they find like a secret room on the other side of where they're holding out. And it's literally the, the place where he tortured and killed, uh, you know, people back in the 70s when John Dory Sr. was going after him. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. And it was really yeah. creepy. So I am super excited that uh, Keith Carradine. What's even more creepy was like Keith Carradine the way he said it's not too late. Yeah. I'm never too late. I'm just like, oh crap! Is he gonna like? I don't know. I'm glad we're getting more Keith Carradine, though. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. awesome. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, the way that last season ended, we we knew we'd see him at least a little bit. But uh, but it sounds like he may be a permanent fixture of the show, or at least I hope so. Um, yeah. This is season seven of Fear the Wild. I know, right? I, know, I thought about that too. <laughs> it's wild that it's been on this wow. long. Uh, that said, I mean, of these pan- like you know, these panels, it's not like you're, you know, unearthing anything 
gigantic and then these things just get like dates and trailers which is cool and everything and it's cool to see the cast obviously if people like enjoy see the cast great but but when it comes to these panels i tend to like the fear one the most i've noticed that the past several years like the fear one always yeah. stands out to me just because i feel like colman domingo and mo collins and, James and mo Coll- like it just seems like that crew whether it's because they're you know, some of them are slightly older or they just seem to have a different kind of vibe as far as how they all connect with each other. That just seems like there's a a dynamic that I really appreciate about how they act when they're all together in a room. Like, that seems like it's it's the most, uh, I don't know, uh, amenable to me. Like, it just seems to work. So, like, I, I, I always dig, like, if I'm not going to get much out of this beyond hearing stuff that's, like, interesting to some degree, like, it's nice that these, you know, these folks are here because they seem to have, be having, like, the most fun when it comes to these panels. Yeah. I guess one of the things we forgot to cover in the news, but it was brought up in this panel, but it, I know that I, I read this before the panel came out, was Alicia Debney Coleman is going to direct an episode yes. of of this uh, this season. And so yep. she talked about ghosting uh, Satrazemus for an episode because um, that's what I guess went before uh, any any of the any of the cast or or quote new directors come they they make them ghost um, one of the others and Satrazemus has done a ton of episodes uh, so she ghosted him so she was talking about being really excited and again you know she made a point of saying like look I've you know one of the reasons why I feel comfortable doing this is I've been on the show since the pilot like yeah. you know for somebody to really understand what it means to make an episode of this show she's obviously qualified to to be in that spot so she's the only one right it's yeah. her and like the yeah. next is coleman who the next came is at coleman, the end yeah. of the first season right yeah. so. my he had coleman had my favorite line of the whole panel though saying that this coming season he's gonna out victor strand victor strand yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> so we're not the only ones that use it as a verb yes so i'm happy about that I mean, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good dry jokes from him and lenny james throughout right. this panel yeah. that were pretty funny <laughs> And then the whole Mo Collins bit about oh yeah, yeah like did a lot of yeah. you know that was that was really funny. What I again shout out to the show, both shows they go to such extremes sometimes to make their cast look like total dog shit sometimes like right. you know just just you know dirty and scruffy and and everything else and and they always make Mo Collins look like she came you know out of the hood of a car. And everything, and you see her on this panel, and she looked amazing. <laughs> like yeah, she looked great, and and it wasn't a case of like, oh, obviously she has you know a trial you know on makeup or you know or you know whatever. Like she just looks like you know, like she just was you know prepping to kind of go to the mall or something like that. She looked amazing. So um, it, again, when I see this, it just makes me appreciate that much more how they go through such through, such lengths to make. You know, these people not just, you know, you see sometimes in shows where, you know, there there there's no amenities around yet. People have like lipstick and their hair is perfect and everything else. And you're like, what the hell? Um, and this show always makes everybody just look completely terrible. Um, that makes me wonder, like, for if it's for one thing, if it's easier to kind of not be concerned with looking your best. Like, I can't imagine it takes less effort because you still have to do all the makeup to make yourself look, you know, disheveled or whatever you want to yeah, call it. Right. But I also wonder if it's like if that helps with a bonding factor, because, like, it's basically, you know, none of us are trying to look the best. Yeah, yeah. Not, and none of us are better than the other in that regard. So do you think they, maybe the cast, like, bonds closer because they're all kind of in this muck <laughs> together on set and they can kind of relate in that kind of way? Maybe, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, that's... I, I, I can't think it hurts. Like, no, <laughs> for that, sure, for I, sure. And I also... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. 
I was going to say in my notes, I had this thing that uh, Lenny James had said about Grace and his character and, and Morgan, you know, he, he has to have somebody on hand who's like, you know, don't do that. You'll die. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't be a dumbass. You'll die if you do that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a, a nice take. You know, it's saying everything I just said, though. Last season, everybody was pretty stylish in their, like, Western outfits that they had. In the oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was, all, it was a pretty stylish season for everybody as far as their looks go. Yeah. Coleman with it, like you know, like fancy shirts and everything. But yeah, it was a Hats. good, uh, good, good panel. All right. Well, let's get on to the final panel. The world beyond. This not was for, the one. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Not for nothing, but like as much as we're kind of ambivalent about the season, like it was a fun panel. Like they were having a good time. Like right. more power to them if they're enjoying the show they're making. Of course, obviously we we want to like the show. Yes, and I wouldn't even say we necessarily dislike it. It just feels like yeah, this first season was a little rough. Like it, it wasn't like you know the best that we could have gotten. I think so. well, the uh, premiere is going to be Sunday, October third, and they're also going to be early on AMC, but they also did not say how early. Uh, once again, they didn't say a week like they did with the main show. Um, what uh, you were saying about how they all looked good and like human when they're not on the show, I was surprised at how um, much more uh, mature all of the cast looked. Like all the they're supposed to be like teenagers or whatever on the show, mm-hmm. like how they all look like they're almost thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, remember uh, this? I mean, the, the world beyond got delayed quite a bit, and you have. Yeah. I guess you know, right. kids that are teenagers, so like when they first filmed The World Beyond, probably a good two and a half years before we actually, you know, got to this point right now. So it's it's not a short amount of time as far as uh, how they've come along since then. Yeah, we start and the scene they showed uh, was revealing to Iris that uh, Omaha had been destroyed. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. which is which is something that we wanted to see for yeah. a while, as I recall. <laughs> Oh, one thing real quick. Um, I know we've moved on to World Beyond, but one of the things I had in my notes I forgot to mention on the fear panel was they asked Gimple about the timelines. If they if, And oh, yeah. somebody specifically said, is this show ever going to catch up to the main show? And one of the things Gimple said was, well, the timelines are pretty far apart at this point, but you never know. And so I didn't think they were that far apart. Neither did I. I... I- I mean, given what's happening, I figured Fear at this point we're ahead of everything else. Like, I think Fear's like the furthest in the future, but um, I don't know. Or I guess World Beyond might be the furthest. In the- I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I just thought, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because I thought after. I'll put it this way. I guess I feel like World Beyond and Fear are ahead of Walking Dead. Right. I think I believe, that's, that's what that I thought makes too. Sense to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess I, after Morgan and Dwight leaving and catching up with this crew. I, I thought that kind of like I put it like in sync with each other, right? Right. But but we've had some time jumps since then, right? To like the whole like Morgan's Western or Morgan the Dam, right? I mean, I right. feel like that. I thought that put us in like a pretty good spot to be, especially given how the season ends. Like we can't. I'd be very surprised if we're back in time with Fear still, while like Walking Dead's in like some kind of like future from there. Yeah. But. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. We see a mushroom cloud in the background of the other shows. We'll know where they're talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting to uh, that that it was addressed because that's not something that you know usually kind of gets talked about. So clearly, they're hiding it. I mean, they don't want to disclose too much because whatever they got planned for you know 
both or all three of these shows as well as whatever they got going with the movies clearly it's you know it matters to an extent where they can't just spell out by the way it's you're here this you're this that and you're this right, that like right. they gotta they gotta maintain a level of secrecy for the time right, being. right. anyway sorry back back to the world beyond sorry yeah i mean i i don't know what but what, what new just more of like reactions to like revelations at the end of the previous season things that right. i forgot because i'm not studying up on world beyond it's like oh yeah that's right they're related to each other and it did say there would be no appearance from um, rick grimes uh-huh. uh, in this so he said that he said the show would fill in a lot of the walking dead story gaps hmm. and knowledge that the audience does not yet have but he said that rick grimes is not showing up in it so you know he was taken by the cmr or whatever or crm i'm sorry and this is the final season because there's only two planned seasons right. for this. So, right. right. Which I think we've said on the show that at the very least they have a plan for where this is all going. So I'd like to think that even if the first you know season had growing pains, that since it has to be a pretty direct you know build to something specifically, that we can have a more consistent second season. And how many? Right. So th- this isn't a split thing, right? It's it's. Uh, yeah, it's all you know. It's one. It's a one shot. Right. It's like what eight episodes or whatever. Like, yep, eight yeah. episodes. Yep. So we just go straight through, and that's it. They all die. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be bleak if all the kids died at the end of this? Yes, case? it would. And that's it. Yeah. That's the end of it. <laughs> so this will kind of fall. It'll kind of shoehorn in between both both shows. So it'll be like, I guess what three three episodes. It'll kind of overlap with like three episodes of, or two episodes of the main show, and then six of Fear. So, mm-hmm. it'll be the bridge. Yeah, which we kind of had that last for season one. It overlapped with I forget which show it overlapped with, but we were kind of doing double duty mm-hmm. those two. So we'll probably kind of follow the same plan. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot of time off to rest up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of not a beat by beat, especially on World Beyond. I think we'll kind of talk about high points and kind of hit right. the hit the major beats. Makes sense. So sweet. All right. Well, anything else? Walking Dead really related to all this? No, they more just random. I keep seeing miscellaneous talk about the movies, and it's like, oh yeah, I, I saw a script. What did somebody say? They was it Gimple? Is it who said? Mm. I saw a script, or um, like I saw a draft of a script, or something like that. Or maybe it was maybe it was Andrew Lincoln or something. But I don't know the the fact that they're not talking about this as in like, hey, we have a solid script yet. It seems to me this thing is still a while away. Yeah, we always talk about it in vagaries. Like it's never, you know, you haven't heard about it even shooting or pre-production happening really. Because or... they're they're good enough about social media where it's like the second we say something concrete, then every website's going to run wild with it. Yeah, I like, guess you're right. Yeah. Like, I, I I can respect it to that point. It's like as I <laughs> when I make fun of the movies, it's not on the part of you know Gimbal or anything. It's a you know it's how the news cycle runs as far as that goes. Like yep, yeah, here's the here's the. Here's the quote that we strung together for 300 words to get some clicks. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's coming along. Like, and that's an article. So, I uh, quick somebody called we got this covered dot, dot, dot com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. So it's like I, you know, 
it, it's not it's not like they've been filmed and they just keep delaying it because they are like terrible or something and they got to reshoot it. They just they're doing it on their own their own schedule. So like right. I I'd rather get good movies that they took their time with than mm-hmm. you know bad movies. <laughs> so agreed, agreed. Uh, before we sign off, I just wanted to mention I had a great time at Living Dead Weekend. Oh um, yeah, of them all. Uh, July fourth is really cool. I got to. Uh, Get a copy of Creep Show signed by Greg Nicotero and shake the man's hand. Get a picture and uh, got my picture uh, taken with some of uh, the cosplayers there, and it was pretty fun. I got to uh, was, I picked up some merch. It was, it was a good time. There were a lot of cool things they showed. They actually showed Dawn of the Dead in the mall where Dawn of the Dead happened, which was that's cool, pretty special. I'd never gotten to see it actually in the mall before. Cool. Um, so yeah, it was a really good time. I, I, I uh, hope if you were a zombie fan, you made it out because. Uh, it was packed. It was really, I mean, a lot more people than I thought they were going to be there. So, and uh, so, yeah, it was just a great time. I just wanted to mention, say hi. Oh, and real quick, um, this is kind of AMC adjacent, but uh, um, but good thoughts and vibes out to Bob Odenkirk uh, and his family. Who? Oh yeah, he uh, looks like he suffered yeah, his- either a, some sort of heart attack or heart incident or something on the set of right. heart. In- yeah. If they want to say heart attack. I think they would have said heart yeah. attack. So some yeah. kind of, something that happened, but yeah, like is, yeah, that came, that news dropped like last night and now his, and you know, we, everybody kind of waited a day <laughs> yeah. and then his son came up and said, he's going to be all right. Yeah. So now we got a little bit more information. They issued a statement. He, uh, well, he collapsed on set while filming better call Saul. And, um, but yeah, he's currently in recovery and he's awake. So. Yeah, and they say he's going to be fine. So yeah, so good news. Good news on that front. Um, if, if you want to see some good Bob Odenkirk, um, aside from you know the Emmy-winning Better Call Saul, uh, there's also <laughs> there's also this one sketch on I think you should leave the sketch show on Netflix, Tim Robinson on Netflix, where he's a part of it, and it's I've watched it many many times, and even right now it's a very comforting thing to watch, given the kind of role that he has in this very small short that I really enjoy. Nice. Or, you know, you could always go back to the source on Mr. Show on HBO Max. Yeah, there's plenty of that. <laughs> there's plenty of Mr. Show, plenty of Bob and David. If you haven't, you really should. It's one of the best sketch shows ever made, really. So. Uh, and there's also his, you know, his action movie from Nobody. That came yeah, out Nobody, really which came movie. out of nowhere, which was which really great. Ass. I still need to watch that. I uh, Oh, it's super fun. I know. It it's, great. it's a lot of fun. I, I ended up, um, yeah, I ended up. I, w- I was going to try and double feature it this past weekend. Um, I rented Wrath of Man, and I was going to rent. Uh, I was going to watch Nobody after that, and I just didn't get it get a chance to. So Nobody's definitely on my list for this coming weekend. Cool. So, yeah. Hey, Ru- hey, Russ. Hey, Jim. Where can people find you on the internet, bro? Uh, just right here. Just stay here. Um, Walking Dead TV podcast, as well as since Doctor Current is. Um, not so current this week. Um, you can check us out on Gotham by Geeks uh, weekly over there. So, uh, which is a lot of fun. We've been covering. We're doing a lot of recent um, Batman issues uh, lately. Um, not not as much, but we did throw in some older stuff as well this week. And we've been we covered part one of the um, Long Halloween animated. Part two comes out. I think actually it came out today. today. Um, yep. I just watched yeah. it. Yes. Or no, it came out yesterday. Yesterday, Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Night. So, um, so we'll probably be covering part two here shortly. 
Um, as well, you should. I um, I that's one of my favorite comics in general. So um, I and I, but I didn't want to like buy two different things. I'm just waiting for the double <laughs> pack to come back. Right. So I can just watch it's it all a, in one. It's a solid adaptation. It really. Yeah, is. it's. I've, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, at least part yeah, one yeah, was really good. It's really, yeah, it's really solid all around. I, I ended up rewatching part one before I watch part two, and it works as a one big piece. So yeah, you'll be very happy. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what about you? What about you, AA Ron? Where can people find you? Oh, I'm in places all over the place. Uh, I uh, host a podcast called Out Now with Aaron and A. My friend Abe and I discuss weekly movie releases, uh, as well as uh, occasional commentary tracks every month, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, we just covered what did we cover. We covered Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins, and Old, aka Magic Beach, um, which was a uh, <laughs> that was a fun episode, and. Um, yeah, so that's the uh, you can find that anywhere you can find podcasts, and I'm on. Uh, where am I doing? I'm writing movie reviews over at Leave Inter- We Live Entertainment. I just saw The Green Knight, which is excellent, and I wrote oh, a review man, there. I can't for wait! I can't wait! That's one of my most anticipated all year, man. I'm so psyched. You'll be finding uh, all my reviews there, as well as my Walking Dead recaps when the show starts back up again. And I'm also writing for WhySoBlue.com for Blu-ray and Criterion Blu-ray reviews. And uh, some variety stuff every now and again. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Jim, how about you? Well, weekly, you can catch me on uh, Nothing's On with Dr. Current and professional comedian Donnie Salvo as we uh, hit up the week in uh, entertainment news and then talk about what we watch. We get a lot of emails. We have a big uh, listener base, so we have a lot of uh, listener participation, which is cool. Uh, So give that a listen. That's available at the Taylor Network of Podcast.com or on iTunes or on Amazon. You just say, Alexa, play Nothing's On, and boom, it'll be there. It's great. Uh, You can catch me intermittently on Twitch whenever I feel like it. (laughs) Uh, Playing more Mass Effect at at Yoda Jones. uh, Twitch.tv slash Yoda Jones. Kind of fascinated by Twitch. It reminds me a lot of cable access TV these days. Uh, and, you know, of course, here on the Walking Dead TV podcast, HSWLOD. Oh, and our monthly video game podcast, The Players Club, also at the Taylor Network of Podcast.com. Cool deal. Okay. Well, we did it, guys. We talked about all the uh, Sweet. Walking Dead news. I hope the listeners enjoyed what we had to say about the uh, <laughs> the lack of, of earth shaking news on the Walking Dead panels, but still uh, got to cover some stuff here. That's cool. The dates are the dates are the biggest news, really. Just the, the premiere dates and the schedule, I think. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Plus, knowing the strand is going to continue to strand. That's good. He said so himself. He did. Got it from the source. That's right. So when there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, make sure you have your contract gone over by a very good lawyer. At least one, or you two, at least one. Several, if possible. Or you, too, may be caught in the legal zone.